to free beers and a movie. Nice. Hello, welcome to episode 109 of Three Beers and a Movie. I am Richard Laird and I'm with Colin McKay. Colin, where are we today? In work. We're hiding at work today, yes. <laughs> we are hiding at work. Um, due, to, due to commitments at work and stuff, we can't go out and go out and on this sunny fucking day yeah uh, well do you know what it's, it's not sunny though it's, it's fucking it's warm it's really there's this like wind that hits you and it's like a hairdryer uh-huh. but there's no sun at all it's fucking gross but though. also where I'm working it's the air conditioning's blowing out so I'm cold in work it's <laughs> cold so, so I'm, I'm going outside to heat up and then go back into work and let shivering away so yeah we're Stuck in work, unfortunately, doing a podcast, so yes. not as much fun as the Raven, but we'll not as much fun as the Raven. So, and soldier on. So, we're not drinking, as we can't drink at work. No, I'm drinking coffee. You're drinking coffee because <laughs> you're up late. Um, but because we are at work, and this is Colin's got to go back to work, this is going to be a very brief one tonight. Uh, and you've not seen anything either, really? Uh, no. No. no um, you, are you watching anything at home at all? Um, uh, just before I make that, I was saying I watched um, Overlords, which has now dropped on Sky Movies. Sky Movies, yeah. Um, which, it, it, the premise is good. Yes. I always do like a bit of shocky horror, but yeah. the effects let me down quite a bit. A lot of the CGI yeah. is dead ropey. Um, it's definitely it's budget constrained. Yeah, it's yeah. basically it's a World War Two drama where uh, soldiers going behind enemy lines and basically they come across the Nazis doing secret tests on people yeah. turning yeah. into monsters to become this ultimate super weapon. Yeah, it's sort of got a bit of a dog soldier feel to it. It's kind of. It's kind of it's, kind of, it's very B movieish. It's very sort of schlocky, um, and it embraces that quite well. And I, I actually really enjoyed it at the time. It's, I don't know how much rewatch value it's got, but when yeah. I saw it just now, the first time, I'm like, you know what? This is this is it fun. It's all right. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's just the just effects that that was yeah. all let it down. Um, but Nazi zombies are. It's good. There's some good performances in it as well. Some good character beats in it. That's why I think it reminds me a lot of Dog Soldiers. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, every character has got his own weak and a unique. Yeah, kind of, like twist. Ah, you kind of build a proper wee team, and you kind of get to know them. And you know each and every person. Is Dead Snow still the best Nazi zombie movie? I think it has to be. Ah, best it's 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 still better than that. Yeah, Dead Snow is. That's not fantastic. That's yeah, not a bit when a guy bites the Nazi bites the guy in the dick and he's because he got to cut his own dick off, which is magnificent. You've not seen Dead Snow. Go watch, yeah, go watch Dead Snow. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I've not seen much more out, out of that. I don't think that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. Pretty much it um, at home, I've been watching a few things. I've watched and I won't, won't touch on them too much. I've not finished them yet. But I started Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale season, season three. Three, yeah. Which again is as happy and as light, cheerful, as, as cheerful as they. But still fantastic. Everyone in it's amazing. Is it, is it still maintaining the quality? Maintaining the quality uh, very much. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I've, it's very engrossing. It's sort of it, it just sweeps you up. I've, I've got about eight of them taped. I think seven or eight of them all taped up. So I'm going to watch a few more of them. Um, but yeah, I, that must be a hard binge. Because it is. I think we binged the first season. But it's jail. bleak. I mean, there's just no joy in it at all. There's there? really so very little joy in it. There is, there is comedy. Yeah. Like a, a very black comedy, but it's it's, it's not it's not happy. It's no. like your soul dark humour kind of yeah. stuff. Oh, um, so watching that is really good. I'm finishing off season six of Ray Donovan. Which you still, you still. I think you're the only person still watching Ray Donovan. Watching Ray Donovan is still fantastic. It's still fun. <laughs> Lee Schreiber amazing. It's got Susan Sarandon in this one now. It's got it's got a good John Voight still popping up. It's again. Are the stories still fresh in it? Because it seems like something with a limited kind of. You it, know. This season does feel a little bit like the shark has been jumped. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Yeah. He is turning. They, they have started turning a little bit too much of like a, a taken figure where he's sort of like indestructible. He doesn't seem quite human. Is he, he once he was getting supernatural? Oh, almost not, Michael not, Myers levels. Not or? quite, but he is coming. He's, he's taking too many bullets and bouncing back too quickly. Right. 
But overall, I like him as an actor. I like the show. I like the premise. I like the I like some of the, I like the dialogue between them. I like some of the madness of it. And yeah, still, still works. And it's all based on a real character, the, the, the one that was in um, Hail Caesar, isn't it? Well, it's kind of the, loosely. It's definitely changed from that now. Yes. Yeah. Right, but originally, okay. the beginning of the, that was who he was roughly based on, yeah. but, but set in a modern modern times. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's definitely moved well away from that now. The whole, the whole, it's almost been kind of house of cards, see, and almost like like it's, it's, it's still fun. It's still enjoyable. It's still a great show. It's still very engaging. A good bingeable show, but um, yeah, it's definitely. It, it seems like this season maybe have slightly jumped a little bit how far than they should have done. You know that as soon as you miss an episode, they'll cancel it. Be like, oh, we've lost our viewer. That's cancelled. But I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep. <laughs> we're not going. And I'm also just about finished. It's last episode is tonight as we record. Uh, Catch Twenty Two, the miniseries on Very Channel good. Four. I'm really want to see Fantastically this. Fantastically good. I love the book as a kid uh, when I read it in high school. Sorry, um, I've read it a few times since then. The, the TV show is not an exact replication of the book because obviously you can't do that I think it's, it, it, they have to expand it out is it set now or then no back set then back set, in the war, set in the war, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it has still it, it has compl- that complete madness that the book entails you know have you read yeah. the book no I've not but I know, I know, know the premise know the story. and there's just these moments of dialogue when you're going like going, everything when everyone's aware of the madness of it but they keep going on with it well, and anyway. it's um, very funny very, again very dark humour it's some really moments of like bleak, bleakness but then it's counteracted this sort of really funny thing you shouldn't be laughing at, but you do laugh at. So it's um, does Clooney star? Clooney stars in it. He, he, he produces it. He directs a couple of episodes as well. Yeah. Um, he's very much his baby. Of done himself proud. Done himself proud. Good. I, very, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Last episode tonight, and we we'll watch it. Um, but other than that, um, we'll go on some very, very quick um, cinematic stuff. viewing. So first one, I went saw. I'd like to go Stuber. Oh, I, I want to. I know it, it's. Shite, I know it, but I wanted to see it. And yeah. I got into it first, Directed by Michael Dowse, who did uh, the film Goon, which I love. Yeah. Goon. Uh, he also did It's All Gone Pete Tong, which I did not love. <laughs> um, the plot of Stuber is essentially that um, Dave Batista is an FBI, not sorry, a detective in uh, the LAPD. He is trying to catch a drug dealer. Uh, he can't go in his car because he's basically had laser eye surgery, so he can't see. So he phones an Uber, and Uber is driven by Camille Nanjani, and essentially Dave Batista kidnaps him. And use them right. as he's able to get them around. Takes him on the ride along. Ride along essentially to try and capture this criminal. Um, so also, you get Karen Gillian pops up for a good five minutes playing oh, David Caesar's partner. That's a wee Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, we were yeah, yeah. I think I'm telling that's the only reason why she's in it because yeah. she does. She's, there's an important point to her role in it, but she's not in it for very long. Yeah. Uh, Mira Servino is in it as well for literally ten minutes. She was in something I watched a couple of weeks ago, and I've concluded that she's awful. Mm, fair enough. I don't think she's a good actress. Okay, uh, <laughs> and also you've got I can't remember how the person name is. Eco Uwes, Uwes. Aha, yeah. The guy from the raid, the, yeah. the cop from the raid. Yeah. He pops up in it. Um, it's weak. This is a really weak movie. Is it? It's a very it's unre- it's unrealized. It could be an un- it could be a really good comedy gem because the one thing it has got going for it is Nanjani and Batista do work really well together. They actually have a, a good buddy cop sort of dynamic between them. But it feels like a film has been killed in committee. So it feels a lot of it's hit the head on the floor, or indeed it's been meant to be like sort of um, test audiences, and they've said they don't like certain things because there's moments when it's there's a really like sort of gory couple of scenes in it. Right. And you're going, was there more through that out the whole movie that we yeah. decided to like to to lose? Um, if they've maybe done too much improv, because as long as much Dave Bautista is great, he's maybe not the greatest at improv. Yeah. You know, which is yeah. we've said that about the rock, we've said that about a couple of guys who are like from that world who are like can be can play a role best they can, but they can't actually. Which improv. is really weird because in the wrestling I think all the there's kind of pre match 
is banter. It, it's it's banter, it is all just off the cuff. Is it? No, right? is it? I think it's all improv. But I'm sure there's a yeah. kind of angle, or it's just that, it's just improv there. So yeah. you think that that would carry over, but I don't, and I don't know. Maybe it could be that the script was weak and they're trying their best with a, a weak script yeah. to try and breathe life into it. And when they're on screen, they are funny, they are yeah. enjoyable together, but there's not enough to be interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, the story well. itself is pretty pointless and bit kind of under, underdeveloped. And the fact you bring in a guy like um, Uwe's, is it Uwe's mm. his name? Finally, yeah. And you don't, you don't have him in the film for most of the film. Yeah. And it's like, does he kick ass when he's in it? That's what this, the guy who's shooting this can't shoot action. Right. So you bring a guy in who's probably one of the best martial artists on film probably in the world. Mm-hmm. And then you do a scene where it's all cut badly. And maybe that's because maybe Batista can't keep up with him. Yeah. Which I've seen happen before. Do you remember that happened with um, that Cap America scene in Civil War when he fights in the boat? Yeah. They get, they, whatever it was, they didn't want to work between us, they had to cut around it, to make, and it looked very poor compared to what you know this guy can yeah, do. Yeah. And it's much the same as this one. You feel like that guy could do this with any sleep, but he's been forced to sort of act with a director and with an actor who we can't do what he can do. Yeah, yeah. And it feels like he's sort of slumming it down, and then it's it just it's, it, the, the things he's in are edited to shit. And the great thing about the raid when you see him in it was it was all long shots Aye. and sort of, and you could tell it was real. Ah, it's just go actually. So that's, that's like, and you saw that John Wick with the other two guys yeah, in the raid. You yeah. know, it's, it's just a constant stream. Um, so he's, he's got no role in it, Savino's got no role in it as well. Um, the director struggles with all the action um, and the comedy just falls flat, so pretty much a letdown from the start. Oh, that's a shame. Is the trailer the best bit of the film? Pretty much, in, uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh, man. Um, it's a good advert yeah. for Uber. Um, yeah. But the whole premise of the film basically is that the guy who doesn't want to say no to the job because he won't get five stars on Uber. I feel like it's a bit of a indictment of like the whole gig economy of like you must like no matter how much danger this fucker puts you in yeah you without name dropping that's our job yeah I'm just saying <laughs> true <laughs> yeah. so true. It's, it's not far from reality yeah, yeah. get a 5 star review yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, out of 10 5 out of 10 yeah, yeah. And the five you gave him a 5 star review see what five I did five review, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the 5 was basically for the two of them I think I really five enjoyed them most of them on screen yeah. good to see what he's starting to do I mean I, I do like him he's kind of fair and it's good to see him on screen and stuff like that so it's good to see he's trying he's obviously doing this thing where he's trying yeah. he's maybe trying to find where he, where he belongs yeah. you know The Rock done that he done Rock done comedy Rock yeah. done a bit of action but and stuff like that kind of like series and The Rock's now found his niche yeah. I think John Cena's done the same Feel like has done the same thing but he's trying to find that Niche beyond Drax, uh-huh. to find something that maybe he fits into. I think he was in Bond, didn't really get much in yeah, Bond, no, and a few other things. But he just not quite had it right. So I think yeah. he just try, he try a few things to see where audience accept him as well. Because audience has got to accept you in certain yeah. roles. You know, people don't want to see the rock do a, a, a romantic comedy. Yeah. You know, we'll want, chat about it. I would, but yeah, <laughs> um, but what you find, you need to find what, what the audience expect or what the audience want, yeah. and he's trying to do that now. Yeah, uh, cool. So I'll catch it. It'll be on Sky Movies, I'm sure. Probably pretty soon, yeah, so I imagine. I think it's, 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 it's dropped off the radar very quickly. That's why I didn't get to see it. It was then at like one screen. Once last screen. Nine it almost started to be three in the first place, so yeah, yeah it didn't, didn't I think get it, it, it wasn't. It didn't go over here with much um, weight behind it, and yeah. it's pretty died pretty quickly. Um, second film I watched is one that's actually on Netflix. Uh, it's a Netflix original called The Breaker Uppers. Okay. Um, directed by Madeline Sammy and Jackie Van Beek, um, who are both actors who are in the film. Um, and basically, they play. There are two women who own an agency where they, where you go to them if you want to break up your partner and can't do it yourself. They either will do it for you or they'll elaborate. If the person won't accept just a simple phone call, they'll kick up some elaborate scheme in order to get you broken up. Okay, that's a good concept. Yeah, good song, yeah. 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 Um, so like, if that happens to be like you have a gay wedding, you don't want to get married because you, you love the gay life, so you don't want to get married. And you know, some she'll be sitting in the front row with a baby. And it's like you, were, you weren't gay nine months ago, like, type right, thing, you okay. know, that kind of thing. You know, that, that, so that's a really fun thing up. Um, the plot the, the plot thickens when one of the people they break up they actually become friends with and they start to um, like her and, and the world can unravel from that and also 
one of the girls starts to like a guy, and the other one doesn't. It starts to come between their friendship and their their, their business partnership. Um, it's very it's it's like uh, Madeline Sammy and Jackie Van Beek. You know Jackie Van Beek. She plays what we do in the shadows. You've seen what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. She plays the familiar. See the one who's looking after them. Ah. Uh-huh. Not the TV show, the movie. Oh yeah. The human. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. She plays uh-huh. her. Right. Um, so it, it's they direct it, they're acting in it, they write it, but it's from producer Tiki. Right, okay. So he's involved right. in it. So it's basically he's using his money to now help his friends out to do okay. movies. So it's they two are in it. Um, James Rolston's in it. He plays sort of a love interest in it. He is the boy from Boy. Yeah. Right, so it's he's grown up. He's now. grown up. Yeah. He's, a, he's an adult. Um, and there's a woman called Celia Pakwa, I think her name is. She's a New Zealand comic. Her debut. She plays a friend who they sort of take on. He's one of the people, one of the people they take on. Does it have a, a Kiwi film feel yes, to it? Yes, it's very much, it's, it's got that Kiwiness that, that you enjoy from things like Hunt Floral People yeah. and all that. So it's definitely got, a, even, even, even maybe not even a New Zealand thing, it's got a tiki, well, tiki right. type thing about it. So it has that, doesn't quite have the same level of madness to it and the same sort of yeah. quite relevance to it, but at times it's very, very funny. They, the girls on screen are fantastically funny. One of them, which is, she's Kiwi Irish. Which right. is quite funny. Okay. Uh, oh no, no, Indian Kiwi Irish. So she's like, so she embraces that part. Um, they both have very little filter on what they say. So if they, like, so if something's not what they, they, they do, sort of just say it, lay it out very, That's very it. simple. Okay. It's quite funny as well. You get shit tons of heart in it. Uh, it's got with TT, TT's fingerprints all over it. Um, is she in it or does he no, write it? No, but the few other guys that no, he's just producing it. So I think right. he's just literally he, they wrote the script, they're directing it. He's giving them money to make he, it. Yeah. His name behind it's probably got it into production. Yep. More than anything else, the chemistry between them two is very, very good as well. What you could expect from people who are writing, directing, and yeah. acting in something, they've got yeah. the good shorthand. Um, cast are all very good. The rest of them, something that's a little bit caricatured. You've got the, the typical sort of New Zealand chav essentially yeah. that we've now seen in all. Those yeah. films, you know who yeah. the guy is. You, do, yeah. you know the big rugby playing guy, uh-huh. that, that kind of thing. Um, but like I said, not quite like you know, Hunt for Other People, Boy, Eagle versus Shark was all one. What was in the shadows? Not quite that level, but still very funny and very yeah. good. And I really enjoyed it. I'm going to watch this. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original as well, I believe. Okay. Um, it's definitely one of the best ones I've seen on Netflix original. I would give it seven and a half out of ten. But um, I could even push that probably to an eight because I did laugh a lot at it. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight, yeah. It's, it's, good. it's tonight. 90, yeah. again, 90 minutes. Yeah. Fucking fun, enjoyable movie. Cool. Absolutely go for that one. And the last film, which we'll get to very, very quickly, is the live-action remake of The Lion King, um, directed by John Favreau, who did Iron Man, Killers and Aliens, Elf, etc. The Iron, Man, Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 just, well. just to bring him down. Not Iron Man 3, which was the best Iron Man. It's better than the first Iron Man. Three's better than one? Yes. Oh. Speak to that. That's a conversation for an old day. Um... The plot of this, not the plot of this one, the plot of this is the fucking Lion King. It's, yeah, yeah it, it's been touted on reviews as a remake, scene yeah. for scene, of, of yes. The Lion King. Um, starring Donald Glover, he's playing Sam, old Simba. You've got Seth Rogen playing. T1, Pumba. Pumba, Pumba. Uh, Billy Eichner is playing Timon. Beyonce is playing Nala. James L. Jones is back as Mufasa. And Chewie H4 is playing Scar. Scar. Yes. What was Scar's name before he even had a scarf? Scar. So, no, he's got a scarf, that's very good name. I thought that was just his name, and it just so happened that yeah, incidentally yeah. he got a scarf. Very fucking weird that was. <laughs> anyway, um, start off by saying this film is a phenomenal technical achievement. Yeah. It looks amazing. Everything literally looks full real. You could be watching an Attenborough documentary. Really? Like it's apparently there's one shot in it where it's not. It's like um, it's a that's did a live action shot in it, and I couldn't find it. Like it's what, real animals. Real they're animals are real background. Something that it's, it's, it's actual. It's not animated. It's a live shot. It's like one shot, and I could not find it. At all. Wow. No. So oh. it's, it's everything is. 
to the point of its detriment, it is so real that when the animals talk, it looks weird. Yeah. Because animals don't talk for a start, and also yeah. animals can't emote with their faces. They don't have eyebrows, they don't have like the way to do that way we can yeah. do it. So you can do that in a cartoon, but you can't do it with actual but full realistic animals. They're making them talk, so there's no emoting, but they are talking. Yeah. So you're like, I don't, my, my brain can't. can't basically, I mean, my brain, you're like your fucking dog saying hello, you'd be like, whoa. My, my, my brain couldn't process it for a long time. Um, it felt almost like a voiceover at times, so I'm going like, and it felt very strange. Um, but as, a, as an animation, as stunning as a technical achievement, it is phenomenal and it, it opens up world to like, what can you do else? You know, what mm-hmm. actors become defunct based on this? Because you can essentially make any film you want. Based on how amazing this technology is to uh-huh. us. Yeah. Um, um, so I think with, with the cartoon, it was Broderick that played yes. Simba. Obviously, he, he's a big charm. So yeah. how, how does your boy the, Donald Glover? I would say this is the biggest issue. One of the biggest, a, two, a couple of big issues with the film. Number one, it's almost shot for shot remake, yeah. in which I'm going, going what's, the, what's the point? Yeah. What, 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 am I, what am I getting from this? Other than it's a, your technical achievement is amazing, yeah. so I'm not getting anything from it. But it's like, you know, it's shot in the first, in the original one, I mean, it's like the ants falling across the branch, and it's, mm. it's it, they're, in, they're out of focus, and they will be set in focus, yeah. then it, it shifts and it, it reverses that. Yeah. That little shot is in it. Well. The, 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 um, the order which animals can arrive at, like, Pride Rock are exactly the same. It's literally shot for shot. Yeah, moments of it are literally shot for shot. They basically thought, let's make the character new life, let's not uh, add anything. It's half an hour longer, so there must be other stuff in there, but yeah. there's moments, it's just, it's literally the same. Um, so that was, another, that was one I shared with it, why make the same film again? Yeah. At least Jungle Book had a bit of a spin on it. Yeah. This doesn't have any spin. Um, the other thing was that the voice cast, with the exception of Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner, who played Timon and Pumbaa, there is nothing of them in the roles. Yeah. Like Donald Glover doesn't bring anything to Simba that would make him say, "Oh, you passed." Well done for casting Donald Glover. Well done for casting Beyonce's Nala. Like she doesn't add anything to it. It's just yeah, just a voice. Yeah. Only the only reason cast Beyonce is because she sings a new song in it, which will get nominated for an Oscar because it's you don't really do that many original yeah. songs, and she'll probably win an Oscar and that get Beyonce an Oscar. Everyone wants to get Beyonce an Oscar because she's Beyonce. She's Beyonce. Um, and she won't get it for acting, but she might get it for an original song. Um, so that's another issue I had with it. Um, the fact the script was so... It's amazing that someone else got a screenwriting credit on this because I don't know really? how you might, I don't know how to get because don't, there's not enough changes in it to... They're uh, basically lifted their the entire script, script yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, strange. so... That's what, again, the Timon and Pumbaa stuff is pretty funny. They breathe... Seth Rogen breathes life into it. He makes it a Seth Rogen Pumbaa. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. I, so I, you can go... That, that, yeah, that, that the voice matches the character. Yeah. Same with the Billy Eichner, the, the voice matches the character. It comes across well. Everybody else, is, they're very... Yeah. nondescript. Yeah, you just change twice who is it and you've got to know. John Oliver as Yazoo kind of works. Yazoo yeah, so is the bird. The bird, yeah. yeah. He makes some jokes about, you know, um, when he's doing a morning report, it's like birds are, um, the birds are tweeting at 3am, who the hell tweets at 3am, you get nothing important to say at 3am, and he's also a big kind of social media yeah. guy, so yeah. like, ah, that's, that's kind of funny. Yeah, kind of weird and yeah, jokes. Yeah, we do a ring joke, but yeah, very just, just kind of, I turned to Jill halfway through it, and she was looking at me, she went, I'm kind of bored, because I've seen it before, yeah. and I don't really need to see it done the same way again, I'd rather just, if you want to, like say, with Jungle Book, do it different. Dumbo for all its problems, it was done something, done something Try different. Tried to, do something yeah, to put Cinderella, on it. something different. Yeah. If you can remake the damn thing, then there's literally no What's point. point. But the problem is, is, it's raking money, isn't it? Raking it, money. It, it, I think it's exceeded expectations in terms of performance, so they're just going to keep going, exactly. and going and going. Because yeah. we've got how many is in our eyes, and just now you've got Milan coming up, mm-hmm. Little Mermaid coming yeah. up. You've 
few hours. Well, Maleficent's out soon as well. Maleficent as well. Yeah. Um, so they're just going to keep going, oh, and going and going and going, Jim, until you get to that silly point where they do the sword and stone. It makes me sad. I'm waiting for the Goofy movie. Oh my god, no. Or Song in the South. They can't. They, 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 that, that's a whole Donald Trump thing happening there. Exactly. We can't, we can't fucking yeah. do it. The only thing interesting about this film, which I've said at the start, was. The fact that it's technically so amazing mm. is what they could do with this. Because remember that film, The Congress, with um, Robin Wright Penn about the like sort of the body scan actors into it. And oh, I never seen another one. You mean? And the body yeah, scan actors yeah. use it basically use the actors' likeness forever yeah. in different roles, and they never really know what they're in. They just sort yeah. of signed all their rights to them. That's where almost that with this type of thing. You know, get on. You could scary you shit. could literally have actors in a film who maybe are very little good yeah. acting to do. They just maybe maybe supply a voice. Maybe they, maybe they do a maybe they sit in the repository for a whole day and record every possible word, yeah. and then they use that to, to make up a script. Then they could use them for. Can I get the character play that? Don't worry for actors, but stunts and stuff. I mean, we're going to get the point where oh, can I, you can't tell if that's can or he's falling six hundred feet on it. I mean, fucking... honestly, the photos are so like perfect that you could you can make an actual movie with this. I don't, there's no people in it, so it's hard to judge. There's no actual people, so yeah, maybe the whole yeah. Uncanny Valley thing might come into it. Yeah, yeah. But there's no reason why you couldn't do, say, something like A Bug's Life yeah. or Wally. If you did it, Wally, you'd make it completely photo real, and you would never really think about it as it being an animation. But though yeah. this is an animation, it's a completely valid form of animation. But yeah. I kind of enjoy my like what looks hand drawn, when it's obviously yeah. animation. I actually enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Disney seems to have a bit of a romance with John Favreau just now, don't it? Because he's done obviously the Iron Man stuff. That's, that's yep. kind of Disney. He's Apparently, done. we missed out on a whisker from getting Avengers job as well. He did. Josh Whedon um, obviously got it, but he yeah. was apparently very close to getting that he, one. He was, so I wonder what else he could say. He seems to be a bit down. He's a Mandalorian. Oh, he's at the Disney as well. Disney, yeah, yeah, so yeah, he's, so. he's definitely very heavy with yeah, Disney. Yeah. He's a Disney boy now. Which, uh, 20 years ago, somebody said he'll be doing this, and you'd be like, no, he fucking won't. No. That's a good, if you listen to the Empire podcast this week, he's on it doing an interview about it, about his, his journey from being an actor to a, a director. Because he was in Swingers as well. Swingers, he, he started trying to be a leading man at one point, stuff like Deep Impact and a few yeah, other things, yeah. but then he realised maybe he's not that But terrible. when you look at the, the kind of indiness of what Swingers was to yeah. what he's doing now, it is, it's a weird journey, isn't it? He, 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 he said, well, that's he said, it is a weird journey, but he said, if you look at it film by film, it's mm. not. He learns something in each film that when he takes into the next film, right. doesn't he grow, he grow far? Mm. Like he doesn't, so he goes from. Swingers to Elf. Elf gets him a chance at Zathura. Yeah. And Kevin Feige basically says, because it's Zathura, we, we offers you Iron Man. From Iron Man, you get everything else. And he learns something Iron Man about, say, the technical abilities, and then he can do something like Jungle Book. Yeah. Once he sees what he can do, Jungle Book goes, like, oh, I can take that and I can put it into something bigger, which would be The Lion King, and then from that he can go for on and on. On record, Chef is still his best song. I love Chef. Yeah. We do love Chef. <laughs> Maybe get me feel hungry. Um, Lion King out of ten, six and a half. Oh. For a Disney, that's it's yeah. I mean, like, Di- Disney's like Pixar's. I mean, anything less than a seven or an eight, and you're like, there's a problem. I, think. I would just much rather watch the original, and that could be a personal thing because it's so invested, in, it's so deep in my blood that you know, that's why you want no, to watch it. No, I think from what I've heard you saying, if I've kind of read online and stuff, right, you're pretty much echoing a lot of sentiment yeah. to a lot of people, so I don't think you're more in the same views, opinions on it. I think it's common. Enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's us for this week, so it's a very, very Oof, quick one this very week. Quick. But next week we have a few things out, not much, but a few, because Lion King is eating up all the screens just now. 600 screens at a night. So you've got The Current War, which looks interesting. Look warm with you, sir. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. It's been, it got made about two and a half years ago. Yeah? Yeah, oh, been, I didn't know. It's been on the shelf for a long time. Oh. So the bit okay. thing, it got tied up with the Miramax thing with um, Weinstein, ah, it got tied up with that. Right, okay. It's been set for a while. TNT. Uh-huh. Um, 
horrible history is the movie Rotten Romans. Oh, and you liked the last one, the Shakespeare I one. Loved the Shakespeare I one. thought it was dreadful. I think it was one of the worst films I've ever seen. So this will <laughs> be it. I'll try and get to see it because that'll be an interesting one for us to, and to converse upon. And there's also The Intruder as well, which is a Dennis Quaid one, which looks very interesting. Yeah, which is, I think, reading out the reviews again says a very kind of tired formula, but Quaid manages to give it a wee bit of kind of. You put a good actor in like a role like that, you can do something. Yeah, yeah. yeah which. Tell for what you find us. Uh, and work. Um, usual places free beers in the movie at gmail instagram twitter and facebook give us loves likes tell us what you think thanks I've been Colin you've been Richard we've been boom free beers in a movie